It is not the strongest of the species that survives, nor the most intelligent. It is the one that is most adaptable to change. Charles Darwin. Welcome to the Assault Forward Podcast, Do You Give a Shit or Not? This is Season 2, Episode 2, and I'm your host, Joe Himpleman, one of the co-founders of Assault Forward. On our podcast, we focus on lessons learned from the military, business, and entrepreneurship for life. We think we had a great experience on active duty and in our post-military careers, and we want to take some of those lessons and distill them down, have a discussion with you, and share our insights and what we've learned. So as some of you may know from following us on social media at AssaultFWD or visiting our website, we're based here in Washington, D.C., and things got a little interesting recently with the events that took place at the Capitol. Now, we're not here to talk about that on this podcast, but after everything happened, they brought in a lot of National Guard to secure the area around the presidential inauguration. Makes sense, right? They need a little backup. So the thin green line will stand shoulder to shoulder with the thin blue line and everything will be kept safe. All good. <laughs> but what got a lot of folks' attention was that after the guard moved in, they started racking down, as soldiers do, wherever they could find a spot. You know, you're on duty 24-7, so when it's not your shift on guard duty, you're not up in the tower or on the fence line or manning the post that they have down there in D.C. at the Capitol. You, uh, you know, you got to take your downtime and you got to get some sleep. So you always just find a spot and you rack out. Um, and in this case, uh, that was the marble floor of the Capitol. And uh, apparently when the staffers came into work on uh the next day after the guard started their duty, they uh, took some pictures when they saw all these folks sleeping around the Capitol. And the news carried these pictures like crazy. Far and wide, you saw these images of the soldiers sleeping on that beautiful, polished marble floor of the Capitol. And it was amazing on social media because the reaction from the civilians across the country was that they couldn't believe that these poor soldiers had to sleep on the floor like that that we were abusing them and neglecting them. And what a shame that here in the nation's capital where the lawmakers are doing such important work in such fancy settings that you know we can't provide better accommodations for our soldiers. Meanwhile, amongst the veteran community, I started seeing memes pop up right away <laughs> and comments, and they were more on the other side of things like, damn, the National Guard always has it so good sleeping inside using the heat. They've got indoor plumbing for Christ's sake. What else could they possibly need, man? They got it made. <laughs> so I think the lesson here is that we see things from a slightly different angle, right? Um, you know, our military experience, our, our training, our deployments, they've, they've shaped us just in a different, a different way. And so I think that that's kind of the lesson I want to share today with the audience, with, you know, you guys listening to this podcast is that we are different and that's okay. Right. Because of what we've been exposed to that it's just things that others that haven't served can't understand. And, uh, you know, one of those things for sure is that we're adaptable. So we started off with that great quote by Charles Darwin, you know, and, uh, certainly speaking for myself and many other of my fellow service members, you know, it's not that we are something different than others that choose not to join the military, but we are adaptable, right? 
we have the ability to eat whatever chow's available, chug a few, uh, you know, rippets or Red Bulls and whatever we need to stay on the mission. If the mission says we got to stay up, like you just adapt and overcome and including getting sleep <laughs> anywhere, as you saw in those pictures of the National Guard troops in the U.S. Capitol, uh, you know, whether it's uh, bouncing around in the back of an MRAP or, a, a, you know, an Air Force plane uh, with a Kevlar helmet on your head, you get those terrible neck cramps after you wake up because your head was bobbing around with a helmet on top but you know you adapt and overcome you make it happen and uh, sleeping anywhere is uh, certainly something i think everybody in the military can take a lot of pride in um you know and something else is we're hardened we are hardened individuals if you've ever been trained as a casualty notification officer or a casualty assistance officer and a lot of us had to perform those duties at the peak of the conflicts in iraq and afghanistan those are tough jobs I wouldn't wish that on anybody. It is hard to go to the family of a service member who has been killed in combat and either inform them of that or take care of them through the process of repatriating their loved one's remains and making the arrangements and taking them through the services and making sure all the benefits are squared away. And it's just, uh, oh, it's horrible. And, you know, those are hard. Like I said, those are tough jobs, but we have to do them. And so, in order to do them, you know, of course, we still feel loss and we certainly mourn the dead, but our spines have been stiffened a bit. You know, we can absorb bad news and still remain focused on the mission and accomplishing the task at hand. Sure, we'll grab a drink when it's all over uh, and we're going to get together with our battle buddies and we're going to, you know, we're going to toast, we're going to chug a few and, uh, you know, who knows, you know, down the road, how that affects all of us. The VA has got some great counseling available. Uh, you can go talk to your chaplain if you're still on active duty, you get with your battle buddies, but you know, it, it hardens us, these experiences and these things we have to go through in the military. And, you know, I think the bottom line is though, that we're not going to let some bad news slow us down or prevent us from succeeding. And I think that lends itself really well to veteran entrepreneurship. Starting a business is not easy. <laughs> there are many setbacks, trials, and tribulations along the journey to success, which, by the way, is a very zigzagging line. Uh, it's not a straight shot from uh, point A to point B, right? Uh, it's uh, it, there's just it's it's a hard path you got to follow, and uh, you know it's it's not paved and uh, you know it's not the yellow brick road from the Wizard of Oz. It's it's a rough path. Um, but you know, I guarantee you when you're trying to start a successful business and run that business, because you know, almost anybody can say I'm starting a business. You can go through some admin steps to say you're starting a business, but actually running it and making that first dollar. I know a long time ago on season one of the podcast, we talked about that, that, you know, there's so many people that never make a single sale. They never earn that first dollar from a customer. Uh, for the service they're providing, a donation to their nonprofit they're starting, or whatever it is, that first transactional dollar that comes into your business from somebody outside your friends and family, uh, you know, that you've convinced to give you money in exchange for the goods or services or charity you're offering, that is a huge differentiator from people that just say, I want to start a business, right? So, you know, if you're running, if you're starting to run that business, I guarantee you that at some point, you will be as lost as a cherry lieutenant on the land nav course, and you will have no idea which way to go. But you've got to keep moving. That, 
I think that is the, the most important thing is that you have to make a decision, move out, and draw fire as the saying goes, right? And that fire, let me tell you, that fire is going to come uh, sometimes from all directions. You've got, you're going to have, you know, if you're a, a physical product-based business, you have to procure that product, right? You either, you're making it, you're buying it, whatever you're doing. And that is going to come with issues from supplies, from raw materials. There's going to be all kinds of things involved with getting that squared away. Um, if you're a service-based business, you know, making sure that you have the process and procedures in place to establish that and the time, it's just, there's a lot of work involved with that. Customers, no matter what type of business you're going to be in or donors, if you're a nonprofit, but the customers are always going to be there. And, you know, there's that, there's that joke in business that, you know, if it wasn't just for the, if it wasn't for the customers, we could have a really successful business. It's like, well, without the customers, you wouldn't have a business. So you've got to absorb, uh, you know, the, the feedback and the, and the communication with your customers and, you know, always strive to ensure that you're, you're keeping them happy. Um, there's no no other way around it. You have to work hard every day to gain attention, win their business, satisfy them with whatever you're delivering on, and keep them hopefully coming back for more and turn them into fans where they're referring you to their their network. Right. So it is a it is a tough process. Um, so you're going to have fire fire coming in from every direction, like I said. But the most important thing is that as long as you keep moving and you stay in the fight you will eventually find yourself headed in the right direction, making progress, and really accomplishing some cool things. There's nothing like running your own business or starting your own endeavor and having full ownership. Everything from, from A to Z is on you. If you don't get out of bed and make it happen that day, it doesn't get done. And there's nothing like putting that weight on your shoulders if you're a hard charger and knowing that it's on me. And I take that burden and I'm going to run with it because I want this to succeed. I want to make this happen. If you have that kind of internal drive and you can accept that responsibility and make no excuses because at the end of the day, like I said, it's on you. If you don't do it, it doesn't get done, at least in the beginning, until you can start building out your team. It's on you. There's many, many, many businesses out there that are solopreneurs that are they are the business and they are working hard and they're delivering and some of them are incredible and that's what it's all about though so uh you've got to go after it you've got to keep moving don't stop don't get beat down and don't let those setbacks knock you off the course make sure you continue to assault forward in the right direction and get after it so with that let's talk about our veteran-owned business of the week All right, folks, our veteran-owned business of the week is Deep South Creations. Coming to you from South Carolina, you can find them online at deepsouthcreationssc.com. They are a small Marine Corps veteran-owned and operated woodworking company. And they say, if you can imagine it, then they can create it. And they have done some amazing things. From all varieties of American flags and wood to truly unique and custom pieces. I've seen them create hail and farewell type gifts. I've seen them create 
unit insignia to commemorate service. They've done some shelving, storage shelving. That's like a design thing. They have got some amazing pieces. And I ordered a home plate designed piece for my baseball obsessed son for Christmas. And it came out great. So I could speak for the quality that this team puts into their work. Uh, it's up on my son's wall. He loves it. He's so, so amazed by it. Uh, seeing him open it and run his fingers over the wood and just feel the, the handcrafted creation uh, that Deep South Creations made for him is really something special and something cool. So you can shop online, like I said, DeepSouthCreationsSC.com. You can visit their Etsy store. Sorry, I'm not familiar with too much with Etsy, uh, but E-T-S-Y, handcrafted goods store. You know what it is. Check out Etsy. And then also make sure you follow them on social media. They post a lot of pictures of projects and might give you inspiration for something you want them to create for you. So check them out. Deep South Creations SC, our veteran-owned business of the week. Thank you for listening to the second episode of season two of the Assault Forward podcast. If you're interested in learning more, you can always go back and listen to our previous episodes from season one. Uh, you can always find us online at assaultforward.us and all social media at assaultfwd. Please subscribe and like the podcast. And if you've got a second drop of five-star review, it really helps us reach our audience of fellow veterans and patriotic Americans that want to hear these lessons from the military and, and help us share our story with a wider audience. So we really appreciate your help with that. And uh, don't forget, you can use the discount code AFPODCAST to save 15% on any order at assault4.us. And remember, it's a .us extension because we're 100% made in America. We just dropped the prices on some of our awesome American-made t-shirts, hats, and face coverings this week. So be sure to check those out while your size and color preferences are still in stock. Don't forget to bend your knees and wiggle your toes. Drink water. We don't want any of you falling out this week. Until next time, continue the Assault Forward. Thank <laughs> you.